Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a new episode of the Path to Partner podcast. My name is Kyle, and I'm joined here by my co-host, as always, Gnarly Nate. How are you doing this week, Nate? I am amazing. It is uh, tax season, so we'll see how everything pans out here next week, but uh, everything else is pretty good. Oh, tax season, though. That's, yeah, that's um my least favorite time of the year, and it happens to fall right after the holidays. Why do they do that to us? It's like holiday fun followed by cringing of taxes i love it because they legit put the holidays which is one of the most stressful and depressing parts <sighs> of the year and then you have tax season and then you have valentine's day right after it's like they don't want you to have a significant other <laughs> <sighs> it just I, I i feel bad i feel it feels weird to be like a solo creator like we are and i wonder how many people out there share this opinion with me that i definitely do an extra cringe now that we're adulting now that we're on a lot of us on our own which is going to be the theme of today's episode taxes now we're all filing for ourselves as, as twitch streamers and stuff like that um it puts that extra pressure on it because I'm like, well, I want to buy, take advantage of these Black Friday sales, right? Get new microphones or equipment. But I'm like, God damn it, then I got taxes following directly afterwards. So don't splurge too hard because you never know. Be a good kid. Yeah, my yeah, my birthday is in January too. So I get all this money and I start spending it. And I'm like, oh no, I forgot about taxes. Yeah. That's annoying. That's so bad. So before we even get into all the tax stuff in this episode, we need to give you guys a disclaimer that Nate and I are not tax experts. We are not financial experts. Always consult a CPA or a, a financial expert of various degrees before you know making any sort of decisions like this. Do not count on Nate and I to give you the tried and true. We're just giving you our, our experiences as, as we've explored the tax system and set things up. Yeah, we should also do a yeah. shout out. Uh, Renee Sky uh, sent us an email today. Got partnered. Yeah, Got partnered. congrats. That's, uh, that's a big move. That's amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time to write that in and send it to us. I appreciate it. Uh, Australian streamer. Uh, I also saw you in my Twitch chat today earlier. So thank you for coming by. I didn't connect the dots at the moment because it was hours apart. But uh, come back again. I need to say hi. I need to pop into your stream, give you well wishes because that's an amazing accomplishment. And Nate and I are so glad to be part of this. This is very fun. I like this community cropping up. Yeah. Do you know what's really weird about that was... I'm pretty sure I somehow have stumbled upon in her streams at a point in time. Because when I went to go check after it, I was like, oh, okay, let me click and see what's going on here. And I looked in, I was like, this looks really familiar. But I do watch a lot of Australian broadcasters. So she probably got raided or something. And I was like, oh my God, like, I think I know her. The name did seem familiar to me, but I, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. We, we need to definitely all, all meet up and chat again in the future because that's super, super freaking cool. I'm so glad that Path to Partner could be part of your life for that, too, and your, your journey along uh, with Twitch Partnership. Now another leg of the journey begins. So have fun and continue what you're doing. It seems like it is working very, very, very well. I don't want to talk about this, man. This is, this is too depressing. Tax, tax season. Ugh. What do we? What it, should we get it, started with? Yeah, I mean, first off, if you're a broadcaster, um, taxes are very important, especially. I mean, I'm pretty sure anywhere in the world, um, but definitely here in America. Lately, they have been cr uh, clamping down on content creators and getting their money out. Like we've had a lot of issues with people not reporting uh paypal and not reporting other things and then getting bit in the butt a little bit later on down the road so like taxes are very very important like i know a lot of people that didn't pay it and then like greek god owed a hundred thousand oh. dollars my friend confused devil owed ten thousand dollars to the irs wait, yeah so uh, wait, wait, can, yeah? Can, can we talk like i don't want to uh, derail you there can we talk about why people are is it paypal that they're not disclosing the most like that seems to be the one that comes to my mind when I think of people not filing taxes because I it's like the least formal of the payments. Is that making sense? Like it comes one at a time, not as one big lump sum like Twitch pays out. So people. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that's that's a huge thing. Like, I think people just are see it as like, oh, you know, this is money in my pocket right now. Yeah, let's go type of thing. But the, but the thing is, is the reason why when someone donates you $10, you get $9.86 of it or whatever it is, that is actually tax. And then that is already put into a system where they have your tax information. So they have a form that you can print out and show how much money you made on there, which is your revenue. So, so it, oh. it, yeah. 
So wait, yeah, you, and I, a lot of people don't realize it. Can you do you know where that is? Like, I'm not trying to put you on the spot mid show. Um, not could, right now. I'm actually because the the CPA I have, we actually have a we have a big YouTube channel in my my city called Blind Wave, and they oh. do all their stuff. So the people kind of got me taken care of. So oh. once I do find, I'll definitely get you a link to it. Yeah, because yeah, I, so, uh, PayPal's a nightmare to navigate. So I was just wondering if if I can uh, we'll see if we can report to people where that is. Because even when I was doing mine, I was like, I can't find the single single like big reporting page yeah even if you even if you can't find that what you need to do is you need because paypal takes a cut of it mm. you just need to print out your 2019 or 2018 whatever year you were doing or 2020 you need to print that whole document out and then bring it in because the thing with being taxed um and like th this is why going to a cpa is really really huge is and at least in america depending on it uh, varies by state to state so like I know in Ohio, you get taxed 15% for being a business and then you get taxed 15% for being an employee. Mm -hmm. So you get double because they take out social security. They also take out um, Medicare or Medicare or Medicaid, I think is what it's called. And then so you get you to get taxed double, which I know it sounds very unfair, but we do kind of do that. So it really kind of depends like state by state. But um, yeah, so you're looking about a, like 30% a of your um, income being taxed. So that's why you hear a lot of people like if you especially if someone stumbling upon this googling through uh, YouTube or you know, like or, or anything along those. Um, yeah, it's 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 a very it's very it's, it is it's strange that they they do do it twice, but um, definitely try to keep up on it. Yeah, and 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 pay PayPal is arguably my least favorite of the ways to do um to like it's the worst in providing you numbers in my opinion. This comes from like a layman, like that someone that is not an accountant does not enjoy this type type of stuff. Like I I don't like that. It's not how my brain's wired. And I find PayPal to be one of the worst ways to actually get the financial summary from. I'm going to have to go in there and see if I can find that all-in-one-year snapshot. Because I went through, um, hot tip to just let people know out there what I do, probably maybe not the best way, uh, but I use a Google Drive Excel sheet in there. Like, I use one of the Google Sheets. And I create an income and an expenses page for the year and then i try multiple times through the year i tell myself multiple times that i will go through and add expenses to it i found that nowadays it's pretty easy to get uh i use chase bank for my banking and i was able to pull a csv file like a again an excel sheet of all my expenses and it was super easy for me to like eyeball which ones were business ones off of there because again sole proprietor and also the cards only for me i don't have you know a significant other or kids or anything also buying things that makes the process a lot harder and you might even want to consider a separate bank account for that but yeah and then the sole the sole proprietor thing is very important like what i'm doing or what my cpa has taught me to do is you know have like my primary bank account that my and like I have it set so nothing comes out of it at all. Like the only thing that comes out of it is my pay my um my paycheck from Twitch. It goes into that account, mm -hmm. and also my PayPal donations come out of my account and into that account as well too. And I use that one card to buy my stuff. So like if I'm buying anything off of Amazon, I like for the stream. Make sure it is for the stream. You want to organize. So that card is only used. So like if you go to Best Buy and you buy a printer, you want to you want to write that off because it's tax write off. You want to use that business card and it doesn't have to actually technically be a business card. It can just be a debit card. You want to slide it and use that for these things, because the biggest thing is CPAs will charge you more money um, to have to reorganize and get as much stuff together. So if you have everything really tightly organized, chances are you bring in like a really organized folder with all the papers and everything done. Or if you have like TurboTax and you got everything or not mm -hmm. TurboTax, um, whatever that system is that keeps you organizing everything, kind of like Excel, you want to make sure that you have all that just right there, ready to go. So they'll, they'll definitely be appreciative of it. But another thing outside of PayPal I want to add on is make sure you check your Streamlabs or your stream elements because at the yes. credit card, things go in, you're also going to need those to pull out and show your CPA. 
Right. So general places, this is a checklist for everyone out there. Consider looking at these if you use them. Uh, Patreon, that's one you're going to want to pull from. PayPal, obviously. That one to me is the real nightmare. If you are someone doing lewds, we support you. OnlyFans, you might be getting money from there. You might be. There's a lot of little things. Uh, merch that you've sold. So I think that kind of ties in with what Nate just mentioned with like, if you're doing like a merch thing in Streamlabs, if you're using anything like that, make sure you're seeing what money they've been paying out and where that's going. Uh, the next thing to kind of start tallying up is, oh, I should also mention affiliate ships, of course. Affiliate ships, uh, sponsorships, anything that you got like that throughout the year, you have to declare that. That's all income. Of course, the, the big ones, right? Uh, but then expenses. This is the one that's a nightmare to keep tabs on throughout the year. I need to do what you said, Nate. I need to get myself a separate business card from my personal credit card. The thing is, as a guy that's been full-time for less than a year, I spend almost all my money back on the stream. So for me, it's easier. I'm like, hey, if it's uh, if it says it was Walmart groceries, that's about the only thing I get for myself these days. <laughs> that's the only place. That's really good, though. Because like, a lot of states, I know like in the, the state of Ohio, like if I net a loss or if I spend just as much as I got in, I don't have to pay taxes. And I can do that for the two years, but it's all, like I said, it's always by state by state or country basis. So it's really like one of those things you really want to look into. Cause I do know in the state of Ohio, if I had an LLC, mm -hmm. I would have to technically pay rent in my own house that I own that I don't have to pay rent to. Oh, but wow. if I have a sole proprietor, I don't have to do it. Like I said, I'm not an expert, a tax right. expert. This is what my CPA told me. So I'm just relaying, relaying it back to you guys. Yeah. So you definitely want to check your CPA on these things. But um, so like like they they try to really push the LLC on me. I decide not to go with it. I mean, like or utilize it in the way I'm going to. But um, yes, yeah, so there's like a bunch of little things you have to go through um to try to make stuff happen. So I I definitely agree with that. Definitely consult, see where you can save your things. There's also the idea for expenses. Um, if you're working from home, you know you can expense part of your your rent or mortgage. I'm sure whatever the situation is, there you can deduct some of your living expenses in that way. Um, internet, internet, of course, uh, electric, gas, honestly, anything that's used to facilitate. So you definitely have to check on that because it's like fifty percent max or something, or forty percent max that you can actually write off. But try and do as much as possible. And I think you were kind of mentioning this a second ago, Nate, about organizing things. So my CPA likes it when I do this way. Your person may do it differently. But the idea to make these all different line items, that was my one mistake I made last year, is I had made all my expenses in this big Excel sheet. And next to everything, it said what it was, travel, uh, hardware, software, subscription, but it was all out of order, so they weren't next to each other. What I needed to do, and I've done this year, is made sure they're all line items. So when I look at travel, I actually have all of my travel lumped into one area versus one area that's all software and has that all lumped in. More important than the actual date of the year. That's how I was organizing things before. But when it comes to doing your CPA stuff, like Nate said, you want to keep it all as concise as possible so you don't get some massive bill. Um, I've learned to kind of lump mine together like that. But if anyone's out there and knows better, <laughs> help me. Help me urgently. Bathtopartner.gmail.com. Before I do my yeah. taxes officially. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that's what I do. I, I buy all my hardware off of Amazon mm -hmm. or Best Buy. And then so those are two places that are grouped in. All my travels through one website that I do a lot of my stuff other than like bookings and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then I collect all my parking tickets for when I come back from the airport and then um, take those with me. And then um, so I do that. And then all the other software stuff is kind of just done through like, you know, like it really depends. I guess are games ride offable. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They should be. I, I, the, <sighs> here's how I and, and, and tax experts out there. You might look at me and be like, Kyle, you are so dead wrong. But the way I always envision what is taxable and what is not, final say I'm giving to my CPA. But I always do the, hey, would your previous employer have, have written this off? And I'm like, 
that that opens up a lot of things in life if you kind of run it through that mindset because um so i used to do pr work that meant that any subscriptions to magazines or services like that like i think as streamers because we talk about this stuff i think you should be able to write off your netflix subscriptions and stuff like that because it's all relevant to what you're discussing and formulating like i definitely cover netflix shows regularly on my stream I'm using that as a way to inform, I'm using Netflix to inform the content I create. Um, that's pretty normal. I mean, you think about, do you think IGN or any of those big companies that are like doing game reviews? I mean, first of all, they get them free from the game companies, but like any sort of subs they have to pay for, I would definitely assume they're expensing all of that. What, um, when when you do say software, what what do you usually include? Is that like is that like um, websites? Because I know me and you both have a website. We both have that. Like, is that what you're talking about? It's a mix. So very. So yes, sometimes I do mean subscriptions under it. Um, subscriptions, like you said, website. If you're paying for hosting, oh. you're paying for domains. Mm-hmm. Um, don't forget about Creative Cloud if you guys are doing Adobe, podcast hosting fees if you're doing that. But I also do mean other maybe more boring things like my internet was being weird. So I have a copy of Net Uptime Monitor. It cost me $10 to track when my internet, you know, how stable that is. That's definitely software that I'm writing off. You know, that's not for my fun. That's for me making my job work. <laughs> um I use a there was a ninety dollar podcasting software I bought back in the day. Wrote that wrote that off. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. I can go into more detail too. No, I I just wanted a generalization of it oh, so yeah. that way the listeners at home can kind of get a uh, idea of what we're talking about here. And then, um, yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah, and then I mean that that's what I do. Um, because I, I and then savior like uh, another big big huge massive unbelievable. Do not get make an email. Do not give it out to one single soul besides the things that you're going to be getting your receipts from, like Adobe, like um, oh. you know Adobe. Every that's what I did. So all my receipts are stuck there as well too, because I have oh. I've four I've four different ways. I have physical receipts, which I always make sure I, I get them for gasoline, everything else like yeah. that when I do the trips and stuff. I'd come home, put it into a single folder. I have emails. And that's for like mostly like um, the creative cloud, uh, the buying the domain, having the upkeep on the website and everything along those ways. Um, and then I have the card that does it. And then the PayPal as well to all my software buys, yeah. video games, yeah. everything else, PayPal. And, you know, Very and then like smart. any of my physical buys, my physical buys for like, um, and, you know, it's all stored on Amazon because that's usually where I do it. Or like if I go up like Micro Center, I get a receipt from there. So it's more of it, the, the real the real thing is taxes just be organized with what you buy because hey, it's going to make your life so much sweeter. No, that's the truth, though. Like this might sound like retroactive information or something you should have known last year. And it is. So implement it this year because that's the only way this kind of works. I, you know, I am. I'm, I'm serious about this because I'm so annoyed that I think I'm going to move away from PayPal as because I was doing like you. If I bought it in the store or a website that absolutely would not take PayPal, I would use my let me my visa card for that and then i would use paypal for anything else online but in trying to get all my transactions my visa card was so much easier like i just was like i spent a good hour sorting through paypal stuff because they do this weird thing where they i don't know if yours is the same but paypal oh i didn't even think of that what oh no oh, mine's what? gonna be all crazy too you just brought up a point because i i t- take in and pull out and take yeah. in and pull out so much that it's going to be chaotic. It's so chaotic. Right. Remind me or tell me if I'm wrong, anyone out there. I pulled an expense report and I was doing a, a PayPal expense report and I was taking things off of that and putting it to my Google Chrome or Google Chrome, put it in my Google uh, Drive Excel file. And uh, what I learned was PayPal does this very annoying accounting thing. They take the money off of your card or out of your bank account, hold it then get an authorization and then send it, which can look like three different transactions, which is terrible when trying to do line item organization. So I don't know. That makes me not want to use them in the future. I think I'm going to get a strictly depend, like strictly independent banking Visa card and only use that for the business. No more PayPal. Yeah. And that's one thing with getting an LLC that a lot of people get confused with because people are like, oh, I need to get an LLC. So I get a a credit card that says 
gnarly nade on the bottom of it yeah. llc so i'm like really cool you don't really need that like i mean yeah that's the thing it's like at a certain point you need to realize that you need to set your ego aside and be like i don't need a card this is my twitch like name on oh, it sure. yeah it's really cool because it's like real fancy and stuff but yeah like what kyle's saying like makes a lot of sense like get it because now that now i think about it because i was only thinking about the money incoming which is really easy to use but i'm thinking about everything i push out oh yeah and how much money that is because like I'm not gonna lie. I probably spent like forty thousand dollars last year just on streaming oh, and video whoa. games and everything. Oh, I've okay. really have upgraded. Let's just say that much. And um, oh, I mean, with everything from the room to the deco, like the decorations to the yeah. second PC to can't, you know, everything. I probably spent like forty thousand dollars and stuff. So that now I'm gonna nauseous. have to go track a lot more of it. Yeah, it makes me more because now I'm like mm, my my five year plan of like, hey, you know, if I don't make it in five years, I'm not gonna have to worry about it is now kind of decreased down like okay you probably have like two years you need to be starting making like real big boy money oh yeah let's let's have this talk because december so i don't know why i i'd watched this decline nate and i've talked about this a lot we're talking money today too obviously but nate and i were doing big eso stuff over the summer 2019 numbers were high things were happening and then numbers started to really decrease in the directory. People became very disenchanted with the game. They were frustrated. People were quitting. And unfortunately, when people quit your game of choice, if you main that game of choice, they also tend to quit you. Shout out to the MVPs, though, that do not quit you because they quit the game. Because you guys exist and you fucking rock. You're rock stars. Uh, the... Rest of the time, though, it was it was it was it was a little rough there. It was it was getting to be um, tightening the belt loop sort of season. And when we got to December, that was really bad for me. And so was January. I'm hoping I'm looking, praying for an increase here. But it was like, yeah, that's a scary sort of thing to look at. But it is why you have to do so diligent budgeting and know how long you can sustain and like what you actually feel like what your gut instinct is. Not every streamer makes it. It's the scary thing. I've seen a lot of people go full time and flip back. Oh yeah, there's a lot. I mean, there's. I mean, I think I was actually watching Trainwrecks and Devin Nash and all those big broadcasters talk about it, and they're they're like listing out people that had to that were. I mean, were huge, like three thousand, five thousand views, and now have like had to revert back because of everything wow. that kind of happened. So it is one of those things. If you want it, you want to just keep grinding on it. But um, yeah. It, this it, this is a really tough time. I mean, just like Kyle, he he went through the. We, we kind of went like I was a month earlier than him when my decline in money went, and then his went probably a month after. That's one mm -hmm. reason why I switched and kind of went to variety broadcasting mm -hmm. at a certain point. It's like it is very unfair for you to ask your audience for this money over and over, but you do need to budget. And another thing that's kind of coming up is if you do have a significant other or you are talking to someone, you need to have them be aware of your your income because we do not have incomes like everyone else. Everyone's right. else like, Oh, don't you have savings? Like, Oh, so what you got like $30,000 in savings. Yeah. You know what? You can't come up and hang out with me this weekend. Like, wow. And then you're sitting there and you're like that $25,000 could be taken by the government. And I could be sitting at like a, like a thousand dollars in my account oh, like, yeah. after this, you know, like if everything doesn't go there. So you do have to like let if you are in like a relationship, let people know how these taxes are, because this like when you do first get your like if you don't register or file this year and then the next year you your a CPA is like, oh, yeah, you got to pay a tax penalty for being late for last year and this and this. Next thing you know, you're spending three thousand dollars. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Only made like, you know, like ten thousand dollars in like two years. And they're like, yeah, well, you're late. So you want to like. You really want to be on top of this because it's no joke. And like, I know that and like with Greek God, he the hundred thousand dollars that was owed back to the government. That wasn't U.S. government. That was U.K. The U.K. needed a hundred thousand dollars. Oh. So it's not just America. It's everywhere else. So definitely be on top of it. Make sure you let your partners know. Make sure you let your family know because it's stressful. We're, we're not normal people. We are now business owners. Congratulations. You've now given up most of the rest of your normal life. So that is that's yeah. literally what happens. <laughs> I actually am beating myself up a lot. This is why we, Nate and I have this whole support group is like, I've been so lazy in the evening since getting back from that trip. And I'm like, you, dude, you need to bust your ass. The good news is I've been coming at streams with a lot more, um, like a lot more fun, you know, than we were having before. Like the stress has kind of worn off for me a bit. Um, I'm, I'm, it's just not bothering me as badly as it was. And that, that, that's a, it's a good feel to move on from that. But there's, 
there's always things we can do to kind of move forward and monetize things. I always try to look at the opportunities behind it. And and Nate and I were just talking about some really good ways to kind of push out content um, simultaneously across different platforms. We talked about that before, but like, you know, utilizing those crazy metrics we've seen with YouTube lately and Facebook, things like that, you know, make sure you ride those waves. Uh, be timely with things like I've really been trying to up my Twitter game to pretty decent success actually that like as long as you're talking about that subject matter pretty consistently you can boost your your um your your Twitter quite presence quite a bit so I don't know if you've been working on any social platforms lately yeah, I'm going to be doing uh, Facebook a little bit and I'm going Listen. to be doing uh, YouTube. The thing is, is that that's another stress when you're in this because you have months and I I know this isn't like strictly talk stack, but I do a talk tax talk. But Ugh. I do want you guys to understand that like there is there was months where I was making way too much money for playing video games and then, you know, and like entertaining like maybe like like four or five hundred people and then there's months where you go like three four months like where oh. i right now i'm like the the worst time of my whole entire Same. career of being a broadcaster and you're sitting there and you're like this so like i mean it, it all goes there diversify your ways but yes. also make sure you're over top of the money because if, if if facebook's paying you money if you have raid shadow legends paying your money for like a video or whatever or like anything of that make sure you're on top of it because it is very very key well, and, and that's something we need to get uh, a little bit into in further episodes is ec- extra sponsorship money and how to kind of net those different things, because there are so many untapped sources that are out there. You know, if you're, if you're looking at, at, at this and you're not happy with where you're sitting financially, like Nate and I are saying, hard times and taxis and all that, there are definitely other ways to start monetizing. And I'd love, we talked about this a little bit over time, but Patreon will be a great thing to talk about in detail. Um, If we have anyone out there that is running a super successful Patreon, we'd love to pick your brain if you're someone that's really, you know, killing it at that. If you're someone that's had a lot of sponsorship experience, that would be great too. I know a couple websites like PowerSpike and such that will sort you to sponsors, but we could definitely go into detail on that. Yeah, it would be, it'd be, Awesome, because well, you had sponsors before. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. without disclosing too much, you know, NDA information. Like, how how are you dealing with that for um for uh taxes and stuff? Did they give you like a ten ninety nine potentially, or any other way of reporting revenue? You know what? I actually didn't get anything like that from them. Um, I was assuming I would just be reporting that income as is. Like, I have my you know check information that it was mailed with. So I was just planning on taking that in hand. I I don't know. If, does it need its own thing? I don't know. I don't think so. I'm actually. It's actually kind of weird because like some of the stuff when I go up to them like. Like last year, like I like I I so last year they were like <laughs> last year they were like I bought the PC last year and I brought him it up, but I took back a a very expensive part of it. I had two twenty or ten eighty Ti's in my old PC, yeah, and I took back one because I didn't need it. And like when I took it in, you know, they give you the you'd go in and they like okay they return it and they give you the old receipt and stuff like that. And then like the CPA is like you know, like you're very awesome for not like or letting us know but next time just just hide and we'll write off like a thousand dollars i was like i can't do it man my mom conflicted for it but um yeah so there's like i don't know because like it's very like it's very willy-nilly but if say like say like you do get to the position where you are the next blue-haired ninja and you're pulling in 20 (sighs) or 20 million a month or whatever a year and the IRS will hunt you down and they, they will, will find any way of destroying your life because that's just how they can be. That is that is very, very true. I mean, the, the thing is, I, I also think that there is probably like I'm really me. I'm really hard on myself like all year long when it comes to these taxes. I'm like, are, you know, you, you spend too much on yourself. But I live the most like Spartan lifestyle possible this year just because I wasn't sure what taxes were going to be like. Like I, I almost spent no money on myself as a person. I spent it all. The things I did spend on myself as a human this year is food. And then almost everything else was just business related. So in some ways, I think you're pretty okay as long as you're really honest about what you're reporting. I think a lot of times people get in trouble is when they start writing off stuff that had no tie to the business. Because you you asked this earlier, like how far can you go with that? Can video games 
be written off. Absolutely. Like, we're definitely doing that. Where things get a little shadier, though, would be maybe if you're vacationing on money that's not, you know, really tied to the business. However, if you are doing a trip and you're, like, vlogging and, you know, twitching from that location, that is a business trip. Which is why you see people start to tie business adventures into fun a lot of the time because you can expense to a certain degree. But the idea is, I guess, if your moral conscience says like, hey, is this actually helping my business? Like you can write off clothing that you buy too, um, especially seeing if it's part of your, you know, your uniform on stream. Just be smart about it, I suppose. Yeah, don't, you know, definitely, yeah, just don't mess with the IRS yeah. or your government's uh, revenue services because <laughs> just, you know. Exactly. Do not try and write something off that has nothing to do with the stream and has never, uh, you know, ever been part of it. Like that, that that's where things go bad. Nightshade says, be prepared to prepare. Be prepared to defend writing off those games, though, so make sure you use them on stream, etc. I don't think you actually need to use them on stream because your reviewing of that game, depending on your business now, again, not a CPA, but my response to that would be uh, if you buy a copy of a game, which is a streamer, you shouldn't be doing, get yourself keys. I mean, no matter what level of streamer you are, even if you're pulling like five viewers, you can probably get yourself a free key. So streamers, stop paying. No offense game developers we love you but it is it is through us that you give us the free keys as the development companies or you know whoever's interceding for them and then we try and recruit more players through showing it off but back to that i would say if you're someone that has purchased a game key i don't think it needs to be on stream i don't think it needs to be in youtube for you to actually count it because even if you're opening it, reviewing it, and saying this is not worth me showing off, that's still a valid opinion. You can still do that. That'd still be a valid business use of it. So, yeah, when when it boils down to it, it's like unless you're spending, I think like like you know like maybe like twenty thousand dollars on video games, then mm -hmm. they get kind of iffy about it. But I'm pretty sure they won't as long. I mean, yeah. most broadcasters, like I mean. I could probably spend five thousand a year, but not like you know, like not like the astronomical amount. Yeah, but um, that's a good point. yeah. So I th I think we're gonna be fine with that one. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I'll I'll figure it out for sure because I'm going to be going in like next Ugh. week and have to deal with all of it. So yeah. um, so but I'm pretty sure he actually covered that. Like I remember him writing and I writing games. Like I remember oh, his yeah. penmanship of him saying games. So I'm pretty sure that does cover it as well too. Yeah. Um another thing I do want to come go Please. over while we were talking about the vacations. Yes. Which is amazing. If you go out, you can treat your viewers for a business dinner and but it's only on food, not drinks, and they can only uh deduct 50% of your total meal. So if you want to like treat your viewers out to something a little special, Ooh. that's another way of thing. But I want to make sure people know that some things are only a certain amount write-offable. But a lot of things are like fully write-off. Like most of the stuff we've covered so far is all full. They don't know anything else that's like 50% or whatever percent tax write-off. But yeah, that's a huge thing too. But yeah, definitely if you can turn any of your vacations into business vacations <laughs> do it like twitchcon san diego that's awesome you've never been to europe amsterdam has a twitchcon over there as well too that's tax write-off like legit you go like you don't have to pay that in taxes like that's awesome like that's brilliant again though i will echo what nightshade said in those cases be very ready to defend you know the more lavish that you're spending money on something the more you're gonna need to defend it like I bought myself a paper shredder this year. Well, I did not buy that for my health and well-being. You know, I bought a paper shredder. No one's going to question what that is. You know, when you start going on trips and things like that, again, the more documentation, the better. And it's also part of what you do as a streamer slash content creator. So take those pictures, Instagram them. Again, not every single little thing needs to be you know, documented again, you don't, don't need to show off those crappy, like, uh, you know, uptime monitors and boring stuff like that. Like they're not, they're not needing that. But it, it, again, to Nightshade's point, do be prepared to defend things. Um, if, yeah. Yeah. Another important thing to say, because mm -hmm. I do know the audience that listens to us, it's either they just achieve partnership or they've been kind of partner for a little and they just like hearing our insight Ooh. or they're on the road to it. Don't be stressed out by this because mm -hmm. this stuff hits more when you're like, when you're reaching like the an actual like 
like over minimum wage job is like when you're really looking at how much you're going to be paying out. So don't get too stressed about this taxes. Don't run out and get like an LLC and all this other stuff. But right. definitely like just this is just preparation. So in the future, you can, you know, know what they expect, I guess is the best way to explain it. But that is the best way to explain it, because if you like you said, don't be stressed now. It's always a little stressing. You're probably gonna be a little bit stressed. We're all a little stressed. But I would say don't, yeah, like you said, don't lose your mind over it because the sooner you get started on this process, the better you'll be long term. Um, if you, because it seems to me, like observing myself now as an adult, I, I like make these big tax changes, these big implementations on an annual basis. Like when I made that switch to go um, different line by line style, that had to happen on an annual basis. I had to take it to the CPA, realize I did it wrong the first time and then be like, okay, I'm going to do this much smoother, cleaner, straightforward this year. Again, that was me learning. I could pull off my CSV for that thing and, you know, get the each line item for it. Um, but if you start now, if you start now, it's so little work that you put in in the long term versus like you said, if you're someone that's big, getting tons of PayPal things and you're just like, I don't know, I'm going to pay it someday that's yeah, what apparently people have been doing i don't yeah a lot why. of people have been doing they're, they're they're legit like cracking down on people that are youtube twitch and like these things because they have not been paying this is morbid, just like a normal thing morbid curiosity but why like i'm just i, I i'm asking the, hy the hypothetical I, I can answer it but i'm like i'm just asking yeah, it's I think I think the reason. <laughs> yeah, I think the reason why is because at a certain point you're sitting here and you're behind a screen and you're doing this 40 to 50 hours a week and you're just like yeah. playing video games yeah. and people are donating money and like some months you know you get like a couple like $1000 and other months you make like sub $1000. I think people just don't realize that like that money coming in is mm -hmm. needs to be taxed. Right. And I think the thing is, is like, if you think about like, if you just think about the the, the habits of anyone spending money, like, you know, even worldwide, like a lot or the more westernized, like, you know, like uh, cultures, you know, we're very like, we want stuff now. Like there, there's a reason why so many people are in debt when like, they're like, oh, well, I want to, I want this TV. It's a, it's an 80 inch TV. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can pay uh like $75 a month for it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like we, we never actually hold on to our money True. and like save it up. We just get rid of it. So I think what, one of the big things is that we, we get all that money and like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm at fault of it. I'm not going to lie. Like I spent every single dime of what I made this year. <laughs> And the only money I have saved is what I had saved from when I was working in surgery. So it's like, you know, I'm kind of in the same position. I understand where it's at too, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's rough. So I kind of understand where they come from, but, and it, it's one of those things too, where it, we're a younger generation, you know, you're literally throwing people that are like, you know, like 25, 30, 20 and being like, Hey, you own a, a business now. Congratulations. And not only do you own a business, you don't get taxed like normal people. You get taxed like 30% of your income. So have fun. I'm so nervous for what I actually end up owing. The only thing I'm thankful for is, um, that I spent so much back of it on like into the hardware. That's what I'm very, very happy with. that I invested again. That's where I raked myself over the coals. And I was like, Kyle, what are you spending this money on? Like you're spending a lot. And I'm like, as long as it is a justifiable business expense, you know, that's when I'm like, okay, that's, that's, that's reasonable. You do need to own that again. I know it sounds stupid, but like that was a big spend in the middle of the summer for me was getting that stupid paper shredder. Don't cheap out on those. This sounds so dumb to talk about this, <laughs> but this is the most appropriate episode because depending on where you're living, you're now a business address more than likely, or you're getting these very sensitive documents sent to you. Make sure you have one of those security shredders. The first one I bought was like a cheapo $30 one. You could totally piece stuff back together from that. And I'm like, I'm getting my social security. I'm having my business LLC stuff sent to me. Like this is all real time. Sounds boring. We're talking paper shredders, but you don't want those like EINs of yours and just sitting out there in trash bags. You know, if you're in a city, people dumpster dive all the time. I even had that happen the other day. There was someone in my dumpster, Nate. Sorry, someone looked out at me. There's eyeballs in there and I about shat myself. It was... <laughs> So people are See, in there. Here on the border, here on the border of West Virginia and Ohio, usually it's a raccoon, and I still won't mess with them. There but. was a person in there. I'm just saying, you get yourself a real paper shredder because I mean, it's lame. It's business stuff. It's boring as hell. I get it, but it is true, and you need it. And when you start operating like a business in the eyes of the state, you need to 
kind of carry that torch. So I did set myself up as an LLC for disclosure's sake. I did that as soon as I went full time with it. Um, it was kind of with the recommendation of my CPA. It's something I just wanted to do. It cost me money, but it was well worth paying a CPA to do it because they had me fully registered with the state. That paid off the other day when I went down to the Chase Bank and was like, hey, I want to set up a business account. They're like, oh, okay, we'll get to look you up by the state. Boom, there I was. So I was fully registered, like I could get my business account set up because I, in that case, I don't know, they need to know that I really am a business. Some some sites I'm and things. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, talk like talking to CPA because a lot of people are probably like, "Oh God, CPA, oh, yeah. that sounds terrifying." It's usually free the first time you go in, and like they oh. they'll tell you what you, they need from you and everything. Most places are free at first because the thing is, they get you and then you come back and you pay three fifty to file your taxes and everything yeah. the way that they do it, and they get that money in that business, and they expect once you start making more money, you're paying like quarterly and like going in and seeing them. And that's mm -hmm. how everything kind of works. Um, so feel free to talk to your CPA and try to see what's going on. Kind of like DERPS. I'm really glad you, you got us to talk about that because it stands for Certified Public Accountant. Just as an, a heads up for people outside the U.S. This again, I'm sorry, we should have we should have said this is a very U.S. centric episode. But yeah, I think that's something that really we have to deal with. Again, if you're not in the U.S., we just don't deal with those laws. So we're not as up on that. But yeah, it, it's something like Nate said, it's something you can ask them prices too. I definitely when you're finding a CPA the first time, ask them, tell them what you're in, what you're expecting and get them to give you an expected thing there were a couple here in salt lake that told me it was going to be 500 dollars, and i was like i've never paid anywhere close to that for a cpa before i don't know i think they were like big business cpa yeah like, th that's they yeah, wanted you gotta like, watch out for that so don't go to that person you know what i mean again i'm telling everyone out there find the one that works for you family recommendations can be good if people you know if you trust that person um I've seen people charge as low as 150 for doing your taxes, especially for that friend and family discount. So, uh, yeah, just be wise. Look around. Oh, sorry for that quick hiccup there. Uh, for some reason, Discord decided to freeze on Nate. And also for the people watching the live stream or watching this in, in Rewind, like, look how crazy it's made, Nate. Thanks, Discord. <laughs> yeah, I'm all the over pixel the place. Man. Tell us about C uh, LLCs, though, Nate. We need to know. Yeah, Should I do and, it? Yeah, uh, one of the last things, because we definitely are going to wrap up since everything's getting weird, is LLCs. Like, you, like I went to a lawyer that was like, hey, you like $1,500, and I'll get you an LLC, and we'll take care of you. You can actually go to... Mo it's mostly only identified through the state that you are filing your taxes in. So you can actually um, go to search up where to find it and you can actually do it yourself for yes. like a hundred dollars so try to be use be resourceful there's a lot of this tax jargon and talk is like very like scary mm -hmm. you're like oh no like it's so it's terrifying but it's really not that bad so the biggest thing is talk to cpa you know figure out if this being a sole proprietor is good for you or not like it, it is for me because i'm not taking any risk i'm not sending anything later on in the future i will have to convert over to it so that's like one of those things um uh, Nightshade in chat again chimed in and said not actually that expensive. Did you say 1500 US dollars to register an LLC? That's what the lawyer I went to went until I went to their website Ooh. and it was only $99 or $95 to register in the state of Ohio. Okay, that's yeah. Like Nate said, get price checks. I paid 350 for mine through my CPA and I know it. I knew I could do it myself for $100, but again, I was like, I am willing to, I will stream Elder Scrolls. I will pay you to the 200 extra dollars or whatever to register it. And I had to provide nothing except like, what do you want your name to be? And you know, all that. So like you said, there is a DIY approach. There is an affordable approach out there. Do not get held on that hook for like thousands though. It shouldn't cost anywhere near that. Yeah, that's what I thought was so crazy. And then I got a second opinion from like my dad's lawyer and he was like, whoa, he was like, there's no way that's it's that much. And it's because the guy wanted me to pay for his services after like <gasps> if I had a big company like say like, you know, Retainer like almost <laughs> kind of it's like, say I sell like a thousand T-shirts, but instead of me going through a company, I make them all myself because this is what LLC is. It's just a it's a way of you not getting sued. That's right. pretty much the thing. And you still can get sued. You, you as a person get sued through the LLC, which is kind of a limited liability company. So you have that limit to it. So the thing is, is like if I made t-shirts and that holes on them and then I sold them to Becca 
and Becca was like, this has a hole. And I'm like, well, you know, whatever. And then like they end up trying to come sue me because she bought like 50 t-shirts. That's when you really need an LLC. So it was all kind of like understanding it. That's where like talking to your CPA and like letting them know you have no employees and it's just you because sometimes it is worth it. But if you had an extra hundred dollars beginning an LLCs, you know, it, it takes no upkeep. You buy it one time and it's done. And so it is a, really, it's a good idea for, as far as I know. And if you know more, please correct. I, I think the one minor thing between a single person LLC and a sole proprietorship is the single person LLC makes it so if you get sued, they can't come for your personal assets. That's the big difference is that if you, and it's more easy to think of in, IRL terms than it is digital because like so that would be I, I think of it this way if I was having someone work on my studio let's say I got big boy money all of a sudden and I could have someone come in and install this crazy awesome you know they're they're getting up on ladders and they're doing stuff like that if they get hurt on my premise as a they're working for the business and I'm not LLC'd I think they could sue for like my personal things cars for you know you get all that stuff would be given up to it and i could be a little bit wrong here and there so again don't don't ride this out to the end of days but but i think there is something to this that's what i've always been told is like the biggest thing so if that guy got hurt and i'm an llc they can only sue me and take like my computers electronics it would still hurt obviously you don't want to be sued but like yeah it's it's a difference so. yeah no it definitely does i think my discord is freaking out right now but though. now you're um, clean I on both parts, audio and video. Yeah, audio sounds clean. Okay, so mine just sounds uh, crusty on my I'm side. Okay, sorry. we're good then. That's Yeah, no, it, it's fine. Uh I mean, Discord's been having problems yesterday. There was a lot of issues with it as well too, but no, that that's a huge thing. What Kyle said makes so much sense. You like if it, it it's it all boils down to what you're doing, but honestly, if you're just like a normal broadcaster, you're making like less than I'd say 40,000 a year. It, 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 just go like talk to the CPA. Yeah, You'll get it. It's CPA. fine. It's not as scary as it seems. Just try to make sure everything's organized with your spending because at the end of the day, your life is now your business. So can, can we go full circle for a second and, and say how, how basic it is in the end of days where it's like sole proprietorship, single person LLC, Humble Bundle, for example, wouldn't even take the employee number that I got from my LLC because they're like, no, no, no. If you're, if you're a single person LLC, you give us your own social. You don't even do that. So I was like, what? I did all this work. Mm -hmm. I got my EIN, all this stuff. And I'm still glad I did it. I don't regret it for a single second because I'm set for the future with the name I want. But still, the fact that, you know, you're also just at the same level as a sole proprietor still. So it's not anything too fancy. Don't like, you know, don't spend any thousands of dollars. I, I like this. It was a good little chat. Again, not tax experts. Don't even confuse the fact that we are. You could tell with all of our super good jargon that we know lots of things, but we're not tax experts. So consult your own and maybe two, maybe check with your family and friends as well. Don't get yeah, taken and, for a uh, ride. <laughs> another huge thing is, is listening to the people that are around you as well too. Like a lot of people like know a lot of taxes, but when it really boils down to it, talking to a tax expert mm -hmm. is some of the best things that can ever happen to you. As I, like I said, I listen to everyone about getting an LLC and then I found out later I didn't need it. And then, right. so it, it we talk to the tax experts. They're, they're the ones that spend their whole life doing these things. You know, that is all their whole sole purpose. And sometimes like if they work with someone else yeah but definitely reach out to them yep. it'll be worth it be prepared to write everything down i start writing tax stuff well in advance i have a google drive file with it it's all in one spot i try and keep you know all of that stuff in one location just so it is easy that is the emphasis and the cap to today's episode do it well do it like clean straightforward the first time and you will have much less headaches in the future also um, final fun fact that you, I think, can switch between a fiscal year and a not fiscal year. And I might do that, Nate. So my taxes will come in July instead of January. I'm thinking about that. So I will keep you guys updated once I talk to my CPA. But, um, you know, like a lot of government stuff, they do it in the summer. So their, their year is um, the June-July border instead of December to January because that's a holiday. I kind of think I want to divert it to the summer just so I don't have to do it during holiday fun. Yeah, that that's my problem too. I have like so much stuff. We're coming right out of a really rough thing, and ugh. for us, so this is. I didn't mean to like. I don't really. We'll explore this at a later time after I talk to mine. But that might be a better one for certain game 
people. Like, it wouldn't be something I would hate to pay mine in July, but also for us, like, if Twitch sucks around the winter, it also might be better to do your taxes come summer so you can get that, like, last-minute savings in, you know, and then you're set off to a more realistic next year. I would go so far as to say, for me, it really felt like that was the roller coaster between July and the next year, like up until now. I feel like we're just getting to the head of it. So I might switch that. I might make that fit me better. But again, you do you. And um, we, if you have any stories to write in, let us know. Path to partner at gmail.com. Nate and I would love to hear them. We appreciate all the things that were sent in. We got some nice messages. Again, congrats on getting partner, Renee Sky. Very, very proud of you for that. Very, very proud to hear our audience out there is doing big things. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter. We haven't been very active on that account, but it does exist. And you can message us through it. That is the path, the number two partner on Twitter. So go check that out and encourage Nate and I to post to it more. We're so bad. So oh, bad. and yeah, it's juggling everything oh. that we're doing. Yeah, if you guys are listening to the earlier episode and stuff, you know how much we all have to go through to keep oh. <laughs> stay afloat. Yeah, we're selling out everything, man. We're doing it all. Ugh. Speaking of selling out everything, why don't you pimp out all your links where people can find you this week? Perfect. You can uh, come watch me at twitch.tv slash gnarly underscore Nate. I'm usually live from one o'clock till about nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. I will be messing around with some things since I'm dabbling more into the variety um, variety broadcasting world. Also, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at gnarly underscore Nate TTV. And soon you're going to be finding me on Facebook because Woo. I'm doing it. And then you can also find me on YouTube. Just look up gnarly underscore Nate. And that's, uh, that's all I got. That's going to be so fun. Like, I really want to know if you're on to something. I have made a commitment going forward, uh, you know, pimping out the YouTube here. Kyle Dempster Studios on YouTube. If you guys haven't checked it out, it's where we broadcast this show. I'm thinking of making those vlogs five minutes, man. I want to do them weekly. I really enjoy them. But the part I hate is the editing and i think if i can find a rhythm where it's like i don't know if in under two hours i can crank out a five minute episode of the vlog every week that'd make me happy because i i want to know where this facebook journey takes you and i i want to i might follow you in posting there i don't know if that's a good idea maybe we'll be facebook boys maybe Would yeah be we'll, be the, we'll be the face of face <laughs> oh f boys God. instead of instead of e boys oh uh, man i've been called an f boy in so many different uh -oh. situations now i'm just gonna continue <laughs> it might be my new home <laughs> oh he's an f boy everyone well uh if you haven't already consider joining the discord discord.gg forward slash kds uh you can find both nate and i through there you can find me over on twitch it's twitch.tv forward slash kyle dempster studios live right now i actually did give myself sunday back I was going to do every day but Wednesday, but I need the Sunday. I need it, need it, need it for my own mental health. So I am deciding to do all days but Sunday and Wednesday. So every day but Sunday, Wednesday, all starting at 2 p.m. Eastern time, doing some Elder Scrolls Online and doing that Temtem MMO. So if you want to go check that out, I'm trying to work some diversity in. And we are going to have Nate do a variety episode coming up soon. Thanks to listener feedback. Do you want to kind of talk about yeah, that? Yeah, uh, Bry Bryce Lynn, thank you so much for recommending that. But yeah, we will definitely be going into it. I There's one thing I know, it is variety. I've studied that harder than anything else my whole entire life. So it should be a good episode. I think let's set that as our next non-news-centric episode. So like, I'd love to say, we'll do it next week, but watch Twitch like release 20 new features yeah, by then. Yeah, something crazy is going to happen. Yeah. I mean, that's how it goes. That's, one week on, one week off. That literally is our show. It's so much more news-centric than I thought. I love it, though. I absolutely adore Twitch news. It's, it's great. Um, I would love to see that episode. I really want to learn from that. So if you guys have questions for Nate about the variety front, feel free to get in touch with him via Twitter. Whatever mechanism works best for you, you can send, if you got a long question i think that's where email shines because you can send us something big and we can easily copy paste that into the show so if anyone has questions about variety that would be fantastic nate can kind of think about that a little bit and we look forward to hanging out with you in the future again let us know what happened in your life you got partnership or anything cool like that congrats to all of our affiliates and partners out there you guys rock thank you for for following us in this journey good luck on your taxes and we will see you next week goodbye everybody